This is a HeadGum Podcast. Aaron, you hear people talking about microdosing these days, right? Microdosing? I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. You can't escape it. If you if you work in health and fitness, if you're a trainer, if you're in longevity, people are talking about microdosing as an, an effective way to, to take things like THC or CBD oil, that kind of stuff. If you microdose, you know that you're getting the right dosage to get the kind of health benefits um, that you'd want from uh, from those things. And so- I don't know. I mean, people want a creative boost. They want to be be able to enjoy the moment, be more present. They want to be able to sleep. Yeah, that's, um, pain. That's what I'm trying to do. Trying to sleep, anxiety, you know, workout recovery, all that kind of stuff. So our show today is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, and Microdose Gummies deliver perfect entry level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. Um, now, Aaron, you mentioned sleep. You're you're trying yep. to. You're trying to improve your sleep quality. So how has your experience been with the microdose gummies and kind of getting you over the hump as far as sleep? Well, they do. They taste good. So it's nice to get a little uh, a nighttime candy is what I call it. Um, <laughs> and it, <laughs> it, it definitely helps kind of like I'm trying to cut alcohol out. And this was like a nice sort of like shift into um, kind of cutting that pattern. And then now trying to just like wind down. And this has definitely helped me with that. That's great. I mean, for me, I have a uh, rheumatoid arthritis, so I deal with chronic pain. Um, I obviously don't want to be on, you know, heavy duty pharmaceuticals for the rest of my life to yeah. treat my pain. And so having something like microdose gummies to where I can do, you know, a small little blast of THC, it's just a kind of right amount to, uh, to alleviate some of that chronic pain, get me feeling good. And, you know, I like the kind of, um, you know, the fuzzy feeling. Like they said, you feel just the right amount of good. I also dig the taste too. They sent us two formulas, you know, one more on the CBD side, one more on the THC side. And so it's kind of nice to experiment with the two and, uh, and you know, feel just the right amount of good. Aaron, uh, where can people go if they want to try these microdose gummies? Okay, so microdose is available nationwide. And to learn more about microdosing THC, just do a quick search online or go to microdose.com and use code DUMBBELLS to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com and code DUMBBELLS. And now back to the episode. McGowan, certified personal trainer, and going by her new last name, Signs. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and wearer of hats. <laughs> well, and you found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes information. Hey, Dumbbells. Did what? Let's no, no, get dumb. Ahead, Stay, yeah, are no. you trying to step on my hotline I, I that wasn't, I'm still I just, working on every I, day? I quickly wanted to say that <laughs> I think I might have um, I might have made it seem like liars. Because we say I did the hat line and then we did a comedy mm. podcast and that, people might not be buying it at that point. After yeah, the hat right. line. <laughs> and especially after this, God, people are out. <laughs> people are out. Let's introduce our guests before they leave. Please, to- God, yes. Great guests, uh, one returning, one first-time guests, uh, one first-time guest. They're here to talk about uh, a major follow-up to uh, to something that we teased uh, with uh, actor, improviser, writer Susie Barrett. Also, we have 
producer of podcasts and documentaries, Jen Roman, joining us today. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining us. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Hello. Get on in here. Yes. yes. Get on in. Welcome to the weight room. Get on in. We're here to talk about hiking. That's the headline. Um, what? So, so real quick, refresh everybody at home. What was this big hike that you guys did recently? And then we can, and then we can work backwards a little bit and get to know Jen because we haven't talked to her before. So, uh, so tell us what was the big hike that you guys recently completed? So uh, when I was on a couple months ago, I talked about we were in training for this hike, uh, and we just finished it. It's the Trans-Catalina Trail, and it's a 38-and-a-half-mile hike or all around the island of Catalina. And it's a through hike, so you camp as you go, and you carry everything with you, and um, that's it. Yeah. Amazing. Now, Jen— uh, this is this is important to the show because a while back I uh, I did an episode of the Dumbbells that I titled "Hiking Yosemite," um, and it got a lot of people <laughs> excited about the episode, uh, and they so they tuned in and listened. And I really didn't hike Yosemite at all. I just kind of <laughs> I just kind of like hiked around it. And I say uh, you walked around it, right? I it's walked, like you around, walked it. around it with a fa- with your family. With the family, we, we brought our dog, which you cannot take on the hiking trails at all. So just and then uh, and then I just kind of made fun of people with their gear and their poles and stuff. And then we had a lot of people write into the show very nicely. My dog's barking at me right now. Well, She's mad at me for it. She remembers the Yosemite shenanigans. She's like, too. you couldn't go on the trails I wanted to go on. You didn't sniff that big piece of bear poop I wanted to smell. You didn't eat out of that dumpster nothing. I wanted to jump in. Got nothing uh, out of that. A lot of people very sweetly wrote in and said, I was very excited to see the title of that episode, and I'm an avid hiker, and I was curious as to how your experience was, and I was kind of let down. That that's all the episode was. So anyway, we brought Susie on and she had uh, more experience than I did with hiking, was able to talk about it with, um, you know, some level of knowledge. And then uh, it just so happened that it was right before you guys were about to do this huge hike. And so we figured we would do a two parter. And so here we are now paying it off. Post post hike. Yeah, I I caught up on the last episode enough to hear you just slam hiking poles, (laughs) just shred poles completely as a concept. Even when given the chance to to get on board, you just double down for the fan base. Yeah, we lost a lot. We didn't have a lot to begin with, so we have to rebuild. We have to start kind of from scratch, so that's where you guys come in. So thank you. We now, did you guys advocates. use poles? First things first. Did you use poles? Of course yes. we did. Yes. <laughs> there Whole we go. Time. I feel I feel the following coming back. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> We're in. And I'll tell you what, even on flat ground, even just walking from the boat into town before the hike even started, I liked those poles. You got a big yep. old pack on your back. It's, you know, it's uh it's a little bit of balance. It also like I don't know if this is this is going to sound weird, but it, it's it is fun. Like sometimes I do them both at the same time. I feel like I'm skiing. Ooh, <laughs> you know? okay. that just, doesn't, it doesn't sound man. weird. Okay, good. 
look, I, I get it now. I'm not totally sold on them yet. No, I'm just kidding. I, I am. I, I, I get it. It makes sense to offset the weight. And then also, uh, you know, especially if you're, especially when you're going downhill, if you're top loaded with that pack, you'll topple over if you don't have the poles. Oh, I mean, we would just... have died more than 17 times on this. <laughs> there were so many skids and yeah, it would have been bad. Okay. So, so wait. Go ahead. So Aaron. you guys also you went it was on Catalina Island. So for people that have that aren't from California or or haven't been to Catalina, which I just went for the first time like maybe uh like almost a year ago, but it's like a whole situation to even get there. So you guys are taking a ferry from like, you know, Long Beach to Catalina or so, I think it's Long Beach, right? Mm -hmm. And you're yeah. like you're with like college idiots who are wearing their bathing suits on the boat and they don't know about that like California beaches are cold so they're just wearing <laughs> their bathing suits and flip-flops and it's June but it's still cold and so it's like so you have like that crowd and then you have the elderly crowd and then you too I imagine have your whole get up of your backpacks and probably look very serious <laughs> Did is you Aaron guys also is carry, Aaron right? Am I right? And yeah. were you also carrying a, a like a six pack of white claw? <laughs> Personally, I was in a bikini and sitting on a pool floaty. But okay, okay, Jen okay. took it a little more seriously. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we. I think at all times we're trying to uh, angle towards an REI sponsorship. So yes. um, yeah. Um, but yeah, we had our whole stuff. They they take your bags when you first get on. They put them down below. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I forgot about that part. But yeah, we rode over like on airplane. a ferry. Like an uh, airplane. Yep. Yeah. I want, so, so this is, I want to get to this actual hike, but in setting it up even more, Jen, what, so what is your experience with the outdoors and how much were you hiking before, um, before you guys started this training? I know you've done a lot of hikes before this too, but uh, growing up, were you an outdoorsy person or were you uh, playing sports growing up or what did that look like for you? Um, I have done one season of almost every sport that they let you. Um, okay. Nothing ever clicked until like senior, junior year, a bunch of my friends got into shot put. Um, we all joined the throwing Ooh. team because they didn't have cuts and we got to just go and throw a shot put after school. Um, I would run occasionally, but I wasn't a great runner. Never really clicked with any like continuous physical activity. Always went to the gym, but just like not a not a team sport person. Mm -hmm. And then in Danger No Susie, we when I moved out here, we would do like Hollywood Hills hikes, things like that. I was like, okay, sure. And then when we started <laughs> doing more outdoor hikes, like into nature, I was like, okay, this is very fun. That's when you caught the bug. Yeah, That's I mean, when I, I caught it. LA's, I guess, a good place to kind of start, you know, because there's just a lot of it's really agreeable weather so you can do it year round. And then there's a lot of just good novice hikes that just are easy to kind of get to and get into. And then, uh, and then you kind of just want to keep getting further and further away from it. And so then you start getting a little more reckless and risky with what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think Susie talked about our, like our brief Yosemite hike last time where we got caught, uh, kind of uphill on a waterfall for way longer than expected. And then yeah. down on the JMT for way longer than expected in jeans. Um, 
But yeah, like doing little <laughs> things like that, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Imagine if we were prepared, how great that could feel. Um, and so we have some really great hikes in our area and have been doing a ton of hiking since kind of moving uh, out east and uh, in Pasadena near the mountains. And I just got totally addicted to it. So I was on all trails, just cruising, not really looking at anything in particular, and saw someone who was looking to share. When you do this hike, they have what's called a gear haul, where you can actually um, pay to put your stuff like on a pickup truck, and it just meets you at your next campground that night. So it's kind of great if you want to do a super long hike, but maybe you don't want to carry your shit or you can't. Um, So someone was like, oh, anybody want to split the cost of a gear haul? And so I was like, maybe, and started researching it. (laughs) But they were hiking like, a mileage per day that we would never meet. So immediately I was like, uh, never mind. Sorry, uh, we can't hike that fast. But it just got us going and we found the available dates and and had like two months, I think, to train and just kind of went for it. Yeah, and credit goes to Jen for planning all of it. She just came to me with a spreadsheet. It was like, here's what we need and here's what we get and here's our timeline. I was great. <laughs> like, yeah, she found the campgrounds and it was great. That's fun. I mean, that's something you wouldn't anticipate is it takes a little bit of brain power and kind of nerve energy to get started. And you're going to have a positive slash safe experience if you do the planning the right way. Otherwise, it can be either horribly unpleasant or dangerous, flat out dangerous if you don't plan right. Yeah. You mentioned you what was that? What was the website or the forum that you mentioned? Susie talked about it last time. All trails, um, A L L trails. And I just got the pro account, which is like $30 a year. I can't recommend it enough. If you're in an area where you want to get hiking, you can just click anywhere on a map and it'll tell you the trails in that area, the elevation. I want to flag real quick um, to get to know the people you take trail advice from. I do not trust people on all trails. They are all crazy. And they'll be like, oh, I did 35 miles. It was too easy. Anyone have a real challenge? Susie's part of that club. I heard her last week really <laughs> glazing over some difficult hikes. So you need to know, get to know your bloggers, get to know your all trails people, because they will set you up for failure. What hike did I glaze over? You were talking about something. You just always make, you're you're like a classic mile, mile and a half. Like everything is like, you just glaze over it. You're like, it's barely uphill. Even our trail by here, she told our friend, she's like, oh, it's like all shade. It's like maybe an hour it's all blazing sun it's, takes three hours to do and she'll just like brush it off so you gotta it get depends to on the time of day you go and sometimes the sun goes through those trees and then it's you're but in the shadow based on the time of day doesn't make how many miles it is from the, to the that's top that's true that's that true that does not change the sun it's, it's, it's tricky it's tricky like your your mind can kind of rewrite things like one time yeah. when I was a kid I, I went to stay with my auntie Margie and I saw, oh. I was just like knocking around by myself and I went and saw the movie True Lies. And I was like, oh, this is, this is a great movie. This is great. And so I, ca- I came home and I was raving about it, going on and on about how fun this was. And I had a cousin at the time who was like six years old. And my Auntie Margie's like, would it be good to take uh, Maureen to? That was my cousin. And I was like, yeah, it's great. It's got a kid in the movie. There's a kid in the movie. It's a family. <laughs> They're a family of spies pretty much. And so we all, I wanted to see it again. We all went. And this movie is a pretty 
significant R rated mo- like R rating <laughs> and like like five minutes into the movie it's like Bill Paxton like I, I got a little dick it's pathetic you know doing all that like lots of sex talk and there's like a Jamie Lee Curtis like strip scene there's all this shit in there and so I just remember my Auntie Margie taking my cousin and leaving them we all had to leave the movie and I was like well shit in my mind I remember it being a good family movie right but that yeah that may have yeah. been what's happening with you, Susie. It's Maybe exactly the same. I think, I think it's exactly the same. The relatable, same yeah. 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 And what I was going to say, Jen, is I think you could start a side blog where you're like, this person is on point. This person, mm-hmm. big liar. This person oh, rating makes sense. people's. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. then, you know, we send people straight to you. Then they go to all trails. Bada bing, bada boom. Everyone's happy. I like that. I want to be a matchmaker for, for yes. people finding <laughs> their their travel yes. bloggers. Yes. God, that would make me so happy. <laughs> Call oh it God, Grindr. Yes. It's like Grinder for blogs. Yeah. Grinder. Yeah. 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 Uh, but with no hookups. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely none. That's my first rule. <laughs> there can be no hookups based on this hard rule if you sign up for this. Yep. Uh, and there will be follow up. There will be. Follow-up. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll be in your DMs not- following up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Unfortunately, some of your best clients fell in love and you had to lose them. Um, <laughs> cut them. But- yeah. Cut them. Bye. Uh, so, okay. So you guys mentioned the training. So talk us through the training. How did that go? I, I know. So Susie said that you were just kind of starting to scale up and just putting the distance out there, kind of getting used to some of the distance. And then also the weight of the packs yeah. was starting to figure yeah. in. When did you guys finally land on how much you needed to bring and all? I guess that's two questions there. So maybe, maybe the, uh, the gear question first and then the, uh, and then the practice question, the training question. Do you want to tell them about Bear Canyon? Yeah. So after training for a few weeks, um, there was this campground called Bear Canyon by us. Um, and it's three miles in. Three and a half. Yes. Three and a half. Thank you. Um, it's three and a half miles All in. All shade. Blinder. <laughs> downhill both ways. No okay. It's perfect. Um, and it's a, it's a remote campground, so there's no amenities. So you have to pack absolutely everything that you bring in. It is nice because it's mostly downhill on the way there and then uphill on the way back. So we were like, this is great. We packed up everything that we, we had been making like spreadsheets for weeks and talking about them endlessly. Um, so we packed up everything in our spreadsheets, like thinking like, oh, this is like basically what we're going to bring on the trip. Hiked it down there. It was so heavy. Got there. Didn't use half of it. You know, like we're just like, you know what? Maybe I don't even need underwear on this trip. Maybe we don't even need like fire. Like just like it was just so much heavier, like 25 to 30 pounds when it's on you mm-hmm. and you're hitting those downhills. And like, we also were like carrying our dog. It was just like, so that was really eye opening was just to do it once, see what we actually used. And then we just got home and just slashed things off of our list, which I'm so grateful because I don't think we missed anything. No. Once you're out there, it's never like, oh, I really wish I had that extra anything. And there were a couple little things that I would even cut now that I'm like, I, I never, I brought a nail brush like to get dirt out of fingernails because I was like, we're going to not be like washing a lot and I need to get the, never fucking use that. And I know it's like, (laughs) you know, a a tenth of an ounce, but when you start adding all that little stuff Mm -hmm. up in a toiletries case, then you, you add weight. Um, But yeah, uh, Bear Canyon was great. It showed us that stuff. And then Jen found this, um, this class online that was offered by, do you guys know what Kula Cloth is? 
No. I do not. I do it's not. It's a great invention. As for all the ladies out there, it's a it's an antibacterial cloth that's reusable that so when you pee in the woods, you wipe with it and then the UV light and the antimicrobial whatever uh, material that it's made out of, it like kills all the germs and it dries right away so you can reuse it so you can wipe when you pee in the woods. So you don't have to just sit oh with like a hot tub in your crotch all day. <laughs> this um, is amazing. <laughs> it's the it's the it's best. The best. Wow. It is the absolute best thing in the in the world. Yeah. Yeah, that's because you don't want to bring, you know, like have to do to- like tote your toilet paper around forever. Right. It's like a waste. Yeah. And you don't want to litter and you don't want to wipe litter. with leaves and you don't want to not wipe, which is what I've done for 40 years is just not wipe. And then you have a gross puddle, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I, I need mean, to sorry, stop. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry yeah. Susie. Yeah. Can you go back to the beginning of that um, and elaborate more? So when you know years. when you're halfway done peeing and you start pulling up your pants and then you, you finish <laughs> and then you finish. Um, so cool a cloth. We we use these. We have them and uh, and they uh, Jen's on their mailing list and they had a class with a like a expert through hiker um, Liz Thomas whose trail name is Snorkel. And uh, we did like this four-class thing with her over Zoom where she talked about all these hiking hacks and advice and tips, and it was great. We did that the month leading up to the hike. So that also helped us get pack weight down. We swapped out our old—the sleeping pads that I was talking about on the last episode, the Camp Dreamer Mm -hmm. sleeping pads, those are dead to us now. Those were five pounds each, and we got ones that are one pound. Oh, wow. And uh, those are the Neolite—what's the brand, babe? They're bright yellow. They're the bright yellow ones that everyone has. They're great. They're great. Because they're one pound, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, super—but they they actually, like, have— a good amount of like air that gets in there. So you're not just like on a piece of cardboard on the ground. Like I was really impressed by how good it felt. It feels like an air mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So you guys uh, each had one. We each had one had of those. One. Okay, cool. We so did not was... splurge for the uh, a lightweight tent. We were like, oh, maybe next trip. And so we had all 300 pounds of our tent with us like sticking out of the bag looking like I'm sure the other like cool hikers were like you guys <laughs> like it was just like most of my backpack was just a giant tent sticking out and um, kudos to Jen she carried it the whole time and I I offered a couple yeah, times no. but I it offered was, like this do you uh, do you want me to carry that yeah <laughs> credit card like already already <laughs> Credit card already out to pay the tab, and uh, yeah, you go to right. free. Oh, you! Oh, did, I, I, I yeah. left mine in the car, but I could go walk yeah. and get it. It's like a mile away. Yeah, yeah. yeah my car's hard to unlock too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> my Venmo's being so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. Yeah, I don't have Venmo. I have payapp.xl <laughs> slash China. Um, our uh, hiking class, though, was really enlightening because Snorkel was talking about, she's like, you know, your tent in the morning will have dew on it. And if you hit the trail early, that's extra weight. I was like, dew on the tent? Like, she's like, yeah, through wow. hikers, you'll see them all, you know, at lunchtime, everybody lays their tents out to dry off in the sun so they can drop that extra weight. So uh, 
I was like, that's where stuff like the nail brush now. I'm rewiring my thinking. It's like, yeah. do I really need to bring six Advil? I could probably bring two just for the <laughs> one really bad headache I'll have. Oh, my gosh. It's all that little, little stuff. It's weird. Wow. Um, can you think of other stuff, Jen, that, that got our weight down? We brought one pack towel for the two of us. That's the other thing. With two of us, we needed only one stove and one toiletries and one med kit. Um, we got really specific on the amount of water per day because mm-hmm. we were lucky every single stop had a water source. So not kind of overpacking water, just like having yeah. like a responsible en- amount, but not um, going crazy on that. Oh, we that also- was, oh go ahead. No. Oh, I was going to say that was another thing that Snorkel taught us. Uh, don't bring Nalgene's, bring empty smart water bottles because the plastic is a lot lighter. Oh. So. Mm. We had our camelback, just the bladders, you know, in our bags. And then our our two extra liters were two extra empty smart bottles. Smart I brought water my bottles. Nalgene. I couldn't do it. I oh, couldn't. right. You did bring a Nalgene. <laughs> I felt too guilty buying those two plastic water bottles after all of the Jennifer training. Aniston commercials? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really <laughs> anti-Jennifer Aniston. more money? <laughs> yeah. How much you were getting last season of Friends? You got to look into a smart water app. Uh, of course you do. Um, well, oh, what was it? Gonna, oh, how thirsty did you find yourself on the actual hike? I felt like we were well hydrated the whole time. Did you have to remind yourself to drink or did you, did you feel thirsty at all? Or was it just kind of, you just. I get dehydrated. I like forget that water exists. So I was pretty aware. I like my camelback. We kind of got used to the, like a camelback is when you have like that little hose mm-hmm. that goes right mm-hmm. to your mouth. And I would kind of just like try to, some people set like alarms on their phone or reminders or however many miles you hit. I would just try to do it like whenever I thought about it. Cause I get dehydrated and then it's so hard to catch up. Yeah. Um, so I never got to the point. We also really lucked out. Our weather was not super hot. So I don't think we ever felt it in that way, but yeah, my goal was always to finish my Camelback. Like, by the how time many we ounces got was that? That's you know? a liter uh, and a half. Liter and a half. Yeah, and they say you should have a liter every five miles minimum. Um, and and our longest day was fourteen miles. We had like a fourteen mile, a nine mile, a five mile, and a seven mile, or something like that. So the last day, we the 14-mile one, we needed our spares and our um, camelback. But it was funny. At the end of the trip, Jen was like, I kind of want to carry a camelback with a hose around all the time now because it'll remind me to drink <laughs> water just at work with a hose in her mouth. I work from home, too. There's, like, no reason to not just reach over and get a cup, but that hose I really grew attached to. <laughs> yeah. It kind of flops in front of your face. It's hard yeah. not to. Yeah, yeah it's hard I not to. It. Yeah. Is this those why are like person calls herself scuba? Because it's like a little scuba oh, right. thing. It's you snorkel, don't know. It's so like, <laughs> Oh, snorkel, sorry. <laughs> you get your trail name, and she told us her trail name, but Susie and I, and maybe your listeners will know, we don't know what the etiquette is on asking people how they got their trail names. Oh. Like a trail name is a nickname you're given on a big through hike. We were hoping we would get one, and no one did. Um, this is kind of like a, a baby through hike. I was Which like, what? Also how, so funny. how far do I have to walk to get a nickname? But we don't know why she's called Snorkel. And we don't know if we're allowed to ask. So this is like Burning Man, right? You get like yeah. another name of Burning Man? So I've yeah, people get a playa name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so this happens on hikes. 
Yeah, Gosh. sometimes, but it's it's hilarious. We, I mean, it kind of started as a joke with us because people get them. They hike the entire Appalachian Trail or the like entire twenty PCT. mile days. Like this was and a it, baby hike, right? For, people are on the trail for seven months and they're hiking and intersecting with people, and they have what's called their tramley. It's your trail family, so they get trail names and. I brought it up as a joke. Like, do you think we'll get one in Catalina? You know, it's like four and a half days. Um, but then I started thinking about it, and I was like, it would be pretty fun and cool if we got, it got really, one. It really would. What, so what would you want it to be? Well, there's I know a, that that doesn't work. It doesn't work that way, but let's just, we're playing fantasies. What would you want yours to be? Both of you guys, I want to hear it. I'd love something, like, that I'm into, like, wizard. Wizard? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be, wizard that'd would be, be really cool. cool. It also implies that you're smart somehow, too. I, I don't know how that works, but it just or have, <laughs> or have superpowers or yeah. magical. Yeah, yeah. I go to Hogwarts. What would yours be, Jen? I want it to be something like like hatchet, like something where you're like, oh. what? You know, like, yeah. you know, like, like serial like, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old SK is coming. Yeah. This is my well, wife cut off fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and yeah. then I was like, God, it would be... Ooh. Hey, do you want to go hiking great. sometime, guys? <laughs> yeah. well, and no. then when we were talking about it, I was like, how how many people on the trail are actually funny? Probably a very small percentage, no offense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, we're all... We live in... We Susie, exist in the comedy world. the hiking pole saga. <laughs> and now you're going to say all hikers aren't <laughs> funny. <laughs> We're, we're just blasting what are we doing to this through? audience? This is a comedy fitness <laughs> podcast. What That's I mean by that. going down, guys. <laughs> it's going down. God, help me. Help me. Uh, but we're a lot of our friends are professional comedians. And so I'm like, uh, how funny are the people on the trail going to be compared to that? Are they going to have a sense of humor? I was like, you could really fuck with people's reality. Like, we could give nicknames yeah. and pretend like we're being serious, and they wouldn't oh, yeah. know, you know? So yeah. I'm like, you know, it's like, what? And then what do they do? And what's the etiquette there, you know? If I'm like, your nickname is no homo. Uh, like, <laughs> you know, like, are they like, I have to take it now? <laughs> like, introduce like themselves. Going back like to their that. family, like, I got my name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess yeah. if you guys want to talk about it, I, I guess. Just <laughs> <laughs> the saddest. It's, it's like you're all of your commercial violation. classes are coming in to play here. Yeah. Well, I just like also the complete violation of their ideology just to like, you know, honor the nickname. Like, okay, I guess. I'll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, God, that's funny. Snorkel. I wonder how she got it. Maybe she's a fan of the the Smurfs knockoff, the Snorks. The Snorks. I Could loved be. the Snorks. Yeah. Smurfs well, and underwater. there's the thing. I almost asked her during the class, like, hey, out of curiosity. And I stopped myself because I'm like, what if it's like something yeah. like a really personal story or something or it's <laughs> sacred to the trail? I don't know. I, yeah. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Hey, everybody, it's Aaron and Stanger, and we're interrupting the episode really quick to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Ritual. Uh, Ritual is a great sponsor. We've been partnered with them for a while. They're doing all kinds of amazing things with multivitamins and supplements and women's daily multivitamins. And now they're in the protein game with their essential protein. And we love it because guess what, dudes? 
When it comes to protein, it's not just about muscles. That's right. Okay. Pro- yeah. Protein helps support bone health and satiety. Yeah. I would say that I was definitely scared to pick a protein powder. There, uh, There's a lot of colors. There's a lot of tubs. There's a lot of... Um, a lot of numbers everywhere. And so I, it was nice when I saw ritual was coming out with one because I trust them. And I think they do a nice, a nice job with the other supplements that I've tried. And and so I was very grateful that they were coming out with the protein. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you, you go to the health food store and you're looking at the protein and it's like cell explode 9,000 right. it's neon green. And you're like, I don't know. If, I don't think this is for me. Cell explode. What the hell is this? Can I just get something that's good for, you know, what I need? And look, whether you're walking your dog every day, you're, you're a hiker, uh, you're just working at an office, whatever it is, you do need protein guys. It's important to take protein as you age. You should get on a good supplement, uh, protein, schedule and rituals essential protein is a delicious plant-based protein powder with three distinct formulas designed to meet the body's changing protein needs that's right guys as we age our protein needs change and ritual is keeping that in mind so they have the daily shake for 18 and up they have the daily shake for 50 and up and they have the daily shake pregnancy and postpartum which i think you know there's one there for everybody one there for everybody. They're adding calcium and HMB to the mix and, uh, you know, for, for bone health. Um, 18 and up's got a complete amino acid profile featuring choline, which is an essential nutrient that's uh, very common in most dietary gaps. Um, so a lot of good stuff. I love, I love the taste of uh, Ritual. It's got a great vanilla taste to it. Um, you can add it to smoothies if you want. Mm-hmm. So if you're adding some fruit in there, some almond butter, something like that. It's really good there. You can also just drink it solo with some ice cold spring water. Maybe put a little, you know, few cubes of ice in there, get it really cold, shake that up, <laughs> taste delicious solo. I like the fact that Ritual is made traceable. They've got a one of a kind visible supply chain. So you always know the what, the how, and the why of every labeled ingredient that's going in there. Not the case with something like Cell Explode 9000 <laughs> with the uh, neon green bottle Got a bunch of stuff you've never even heard of and can't pronounce. Not a good sign. It's also sustainably sourced, packed with 20 grams of protein per serving, made from sustainably grown peas, regeneratively farmed in the U.S. So how about that? Yep. It's just the good stuff, guys. There's no added sugar or sugar alcohols. It's soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Get on with Ritual, dudes. All right. Ready to shake up your protein ritual our listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash dumbbells. Ritual even offers a money back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. So visit ritual.com slash dumbbells today for 10% off your first three months. Well, we'll ask our, we'll ask our hiking listeners. We'll, maybe we'll get an answer. Sometimes we do. And there also maybe a nickname. Maybe we'll get our maybe. own trail name. Oh my gosh. If anybody yes. wants to just. I'd love it. In. Aaron, we haven't done a through hike, but what would you want your nickname to be? Oh, uh, I, well, Big Red was what I immediately thought. And then I was like, God, why? That's cool. <laughs> that's, what that's, was cool. A, boom, that's what was there. So Big Red coming at love you. Love it. 
uh, I, I'd want mine to be something, you know, like Wolfman or something like kind of like kind of playful, kind of fun, um, you know, kind of playful Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Poor, like, poor Wolfman. He's like, I'm not playful. I'm actually super scary, okay? Yeah. Like when I when it came out, I was scary, dude. <laughs> you have to adjust for the yeah. time scale. Yeah. Wasn't about, Wait, you know, wearing, you know. Oh, sorry. Ma- sorry, Sager. Sorry, oh, sorry, Wolfman. Sorry. No, your, your instincts were right. Your instincts were right. No, I, <laughs> that, that, I didn't that definitely forget. played itself out. <laughs> So you're right, Aaron. You're you were right. Um, protect me from the, myself, please. The serial killer thing reminded me that you guys had some um you had some updates on safety on the trail. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah because of your question. Yeah, and because Susie yes. went on your podcast and said, Hi, us two ladies are gonna go into the deep woods without a safety device. I wanted to let everyone know ahead of time. I know. Where we're I gonna tried, be what? I, hey, to I said to we stop, have whistles. But... Oh yes, yeah. 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 They're like gun whistles, you know? It's like <laughs> yeah. super safe. No, super Susie safe. Susie showed us they were slide whistles. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we make entrances. Um, so we got a uh, a Garmin inReach, which is a little uh, device that turns any cell phone into a satellite phone. It's basically like a satellite hotspot. And cool. you buy a plan that's $15 a month, and you load it, you preload it with two phone numbers of people back home who are your emergency contacts. And then while you're out there, you can contact them. You get how many texts a month, Jen? Or you get There's a certain amount plans, of days? Depending yeah. on what you're doing, you can do like 10 texts a day or unlimited. It tracks your whereabouts every, you set up how often you want it to track like, Every mile, every two hours, it'll kind of set a beacon to track you. There's an SOS button that goes right to, like, the, the White House, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the White House. The White House is a better Straight joke. To <laughs> um, Come on, so, man. So, yeah, it ended up being, like, a really, uh, really good feature. We ended up just, like, texting our friend Leah bits the entire time to let her know we were safe. But <laughs> it did feel good to have, <laughs> yeah. just in case. Yeah, yeah I did, we, again, test out on this smaller trip that was relatively safe for a bigger trip. And Snorkel had some good pointers. She was like, when you're on a bigger hike, sometimes you'll need to get from the trail into town to resupply. And she said, you know, sometimes people will offer rides to hikers and sh- her friends, if they take a ride, they'll take a picture of the car and the license plate and then text it with their inReach to their emergency contact and be like, I'm getting into this car at this location, you know, yeah. just added safety. Um, I think Snorkel does have a book about through hiking. We should plug at this point. We should. Let me Google it so I can <laughs> plug it on I feel like this. we're like just how much she helped us get through this trip. We're really piggybacking on yeah. her. Yeah. Is it, um, does it say guys, buy snorkel or does it have her name on it? I think so. Please I think say. it says Liz, Liz, Liz quotes snorkel Thomas. Great. Yeah. You guys yeah. did air quotes at the same time and that was fun for me. Yeah, it was perfect choreography. Know. Yeah, it was perfect. Sorry, Did audience. you guys have any surprises on this first hike that you will take into your next big hike? Um, My biggest surprise was how much I loved all of it. And um, 
I I didn't it didn't physically hurt as much as I thought and I I thought I was going to be beat up but it would be worth it like a marathon mm-hmm. or something. It wasn't that at all. I loved all of it. Let let me zero in on that for a second. So I asked you about the training uh uh, the training going into it, like how far did you ultimately go with weight on you and your preparation for it? And then you kind of answered it. I was going to ask how it served you on the trip. You guys seem to be in great shape for the trip, but what, so what did the training look like? And then you can, I guess, answer again, maybe, uh, how it served you on the trip. (laughs) Um, I would say I had like three aspects to my training. One was I hate the first mile or 30 minutes of any workout. I just like hate it. So I made myself go and just do our local hike. That's like super steep just to do a mile and a half fairly frequently, just to remember that I was going to hate it, but I could do it. Um, then there was trying to do days of, of big distances, trying to put together like a five or six mile day to get used to that. And then trying to get used to doing hikes more than one day in a row. Like we were kind of weekend hikers. Yeah where it's like, I've never woken up four or five days in a row and done something like that. So we would try to, even if it was like, okay, Thursday and Friday, we did, you know, an hour on the mountain. Then Saturday was like a huge four or five hour day. And then an hour on the mountain Sunday, at least every morning we had to get up and get somewhere. And then it wasn't really till the end. Cause they say it's important to train with the weight on because it'll actually hit your feet will hit your boots in different places than without mm. the weight on. So especially for like blisters and breaking in your shoes, you have to do the weight on. We didn't do as much of that as I wish we would have. (laughs) Um, So that's why I think we were both a little bit nervous. We had that one big camping trip. And then I think like one time I walked up like a mile onto the mountain and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I put two dumbbell weights in my bag to get like 12 pounds in there. And did a hike and was like, okay, I did that. Now, if I just do that every day, never again. I just didn't <laughs> yeah. get around to it. <laughs> we focused also, on, like, two dumbbells in a backpack feels different than, yes. than weights. Than Th- just, like, thank stuff. you. Now I know that. Yes. Yeah. Thank yes. You. That's a great point. <laughs> I have yeah. done this because I thought it would help my training life. And putting dumbbells in backpacks is feels just awful. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Um, I think the more important thing for us was we looked at all trails and we tried to find hikes that match that because like Trans Catalina is known for the elevation changes. It's just constant up and down. They're like, you never get to walk on flat ground. So we we looked at all trails and we tried to find um, just like steep places to go hiking. Uh, Just that like that part we did not kind of pretend to just like fake it through. We knew that there was going to be times there was just like three hours of straight heavy breathing like up and down constantly <laughs> um, yeah. was a big part of it too. This is the elevation. Uh, I don't know if it I, there. Oh yeah. Like that's, it goes like up, down, up, down. Do you want to um, describe it for the listeners? It's just, no, um, it looks like a it. heartbeat. No. Yeah. It looks like yeah. an <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're on their own. Yeah, it's it's super, there's days where you're just grinding up super, super steep hills and then all the way down and then up. Um, but yeah, so I heading into it, I was actually nervous because we I had set out this picture of what training was going to look like, and then life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. You know, you get it, Stanger. You have a kid. Yeah, we don't, but you know, <laughs> I, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did the one hike with weight. The Bear Canyon was actually a good. I wish that we had done that more, but then again, I maybe I. Don't wish. I wished heading into it that we had done it more. But then when we got out there, I 
we felt pretty good. Um, the one thing that was really weird was the so the the week leading up to it we took as a rest week, and that also feels weird because you're like I'm Fuck. just sitting here, you know. But um, we agreed that it was important to rest, and we were both feeling run down also. So we're like, let's recuperate. Um, and then the day before we left, I woke up with the worst shoulder pinch that was like neck, shoulder. It was making my arm tingle. It was insane. And all day it was like I couldn't drive without it hurting, even gripping the steering wheel, you know. I couldn't put my regular, like, fanny pack around my shoulder. I couldn't carry the tent. Like, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I couldn't Um, help us pack. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) And so I went and got a massage at, like, 10 p.m. the night before the hike, trying to get whatever it was out. Woke up. It was still bad. I brought at the last minute an Arnica roll-on, which is like, it's like nature's icy hot. It's like an herbal thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brought that on the trail. But it, I I loaded up with Arnica the first day on the trail. And the next day it was, the thing was gone. But that's even with having a backpack. I, but I was terrified. I was like, with a, with the weight and with this hike, yeah. I we were worried that I was going to have to emergency call the gear haul service. And like, you know, Jen was like, don't be a hero. You know, you can still walk the thing. Just have someone take your bag. Um, but yeah, it ended up working itself out. And that was a shock. That was a reveal to me where it's like, oh, your body doesn't automatically get worse and worse and worse on the trail. Your body can also heal on the trail, and you might improve each day, which is what I experienced. I'm sure it can go the other way, but yeah. Yeah, it seems like if you have enough of a base and you've done at least the minimum amount of work that you should do, that we are, you know, I guess we were, we are kind of evolved to basically just walk around and look for food all day. Right. You know? So. <laughs> You know, if you have something like an ache and pain or something from, you know, sitting a funny way or sleeping a funny way or whatever, you know, you could conceivably walk it off, you know. Right. And thank goodness that happened. Um, Totally. It was lucky. It sounds like that prep one you mentioned uh, where you got a good handle on the weight and what cuts you needed to make that rough draft hike. That's crucial. Mm -hmm. Like you got to do one where you you just load up the gear and you just kind of get out there and do it at least what totally. you're planning to bring and just see, and just see you know how it goes battle test it or whatever road test it whichever one you want <laughs> it's all right wolf man <laughs> jen what do you jen what are you thinking battle test or road test i mean kind of i mean trail test it trail no, test like that's it not, that's the punch there up. we are Battles. there we go that's it that's it sorry <laughs> It's sorry, not a th- I'm a it's, literalist. <laughs> it's not a through battle. It's a through hike um, <laughs> or through trail, right? Oh, so- I call it a road through. A road through. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you guys doing next? We want to do the JMT, which the John Muir Trail is a section of the Pacific Crest Trail. And it's, what, 200 miles or some, somewhere it's around 211. 211. Uh, I don't want to do the last 11 miles. I just want to go right up until (laughs) and then then give up. And then bail. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just drop my pack and hitchhike with a stranger and get out of there. Um, But uh, No pictures of the license plate just getting out. (laughs) 
Right. Open road. Open road. Open battle. Uh, yeah, this this t- uh, hike was sort of our little tester to see if we actually like this or if we just like watching documentaries about it. Turns right. out we love it. And uh, so, yeah, I think JMT is next. And then, I mean, someday some big long one like Appalachian or PCT. We both have a, too many obligations right now to mm-hmm. cut and run and leave the animals and jobs and stuff. But um, were you were you guys ever bored on the trip? Uh, on the trail and did you ever get annoyed with each other no and no for me jen oh shoot that's awkward um (laughs) (laughs) that's really awkward um no like it was really you get this like uh like hikers high so it just felt like we were on drugs for days like you're just like it's so many endorphins so Mm -hmm. even when we'd get to camp we would just be like looking at stuff being like Oh, yo, did you see that tree? Like, we were just so excited by everything we <laughs> it saw. It was like the just best like, Molly. Yeah, it was great. It was and then I brought a book, which, like, a lot of people would be like, why did you have that weight? But I actually, like, loved it to just, like, because we also, we love campgrounds. So we did a pretty slow pace, even for this smaller trail. Um, so we had, like, a few hours every afternoon to just, like, read and hang out and, like, Jen's hold, side hikes. Holding the book up, it's a huge coffee table book. Yeah, no, it's, and it's only, it's a picture book. Yeah, I it's Ansel Adams <laughs> photography. Yeah. A compendium. I, I didn't want to get bored looking around. I brought a cookbook. Yeah. Try to try to memorize some of that. Oh, yeah, let's talk about food. So Yeah. Oh, let's talk about food. Uh, how yeah. did food, just in general, not on the hike per se. No, hiking food is so boring. Let's oh, talk about better meals. I will say this about boredom, too, is I, I think this time period is a gift with podcasts and audiobooks um, and music. I mean, we were able, we brought our phones and we were able to oh, listen yeah. to stuff the whole time. So yeah, listening to audiobooks and whatever. I was like, what did people do before this? Uh, you know, I could imagine you'd start spinning out a little bit, but um, my headphones died the last day pretty early on. So I had like 12 miles with no headphones. And even then I was like, oh, this is nice couple of epiphanies you know yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't usually day. hike with music on like when i especially if i'm doing solo hikes because i don't want to like not hear something i just i love it your brain is just like it just enters a different zone it's just happier yeah working mm. stuff out arguments yeah. fuck you you fucking <laughs> tell me that shit that's what okay, I should have said. Sure, sure. Relatable. That's what yeah, I yeah. should have said. Yeah. Yeah, Stinger. Say it what into I the mic. Yeah. Think. <laughs> think you're all cool. Well, you're not. Dad. Uh, um, <laughs> but food. Jen, do you want to talk about food? Um, this is Susie's specialty. So what? well, I just feel like you're way better about um I can do the logistics and you're gonna you're great at the food planning. We had to so the whole weird thing is you need to get as many calories as you can to weigh the least amount of weight. So people who are doing like huge through hikes will eat like tortillas with mayonnaise and Oreos because it's like truly just like what good fats and stuff. Like what can you do that you need it to weigh? Not a lot. Um, So again, we were kind of gifted because on our third day, we were going to be hitting a town, so we didn't have to go as like we weren't like slamming mayonnaise packets, um, <laughs> but they had we had like a bunch of really delicious dehydrated meals. I think Susie talked about them last time. Like mm-hmm. we had pad thai and like Chinese food and like 
she had a, a rigatoni one night. <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. like they just had, made the yeah. craziest stuff. Spaghetti and meat sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then really light lunches, like, you know, jerky and plantain chips and more snacks for midday. They make those tuna packets that are oh, yeah. in a little envelope mm-hmm. and you can get lemon pepper or buffalo flavored or whatever. Those were great. Just those tuna great. with crackers or whatever. Um, I was shocked how not hungry we were all during the day. And then in the evening, you know, 4.30 p.m. would hit and my stomach would be like, (laughs) and we'd pound a meal and I'd be asleep by 6.30. (laughs) Um, Wow. Or that only happened one night. Other nights we were asleep by 9. But, uh, yeah, not hungry during the day. I uh, I fell in love with gummy bears on the trail. I bought you a bag on a limb. You went ballistic on those. Ballistic. <laughs> Susie doesn't really eat, like, she's not, like, she doesn't eat snacks. Like, I, like, need to eat every four minutes or I'll die. And I'm and not she a sugar person. I don't not, eat No candy. sugar, no, yeah. nothing fun. And she just had, like, pockets <laughs> full of gummy bears. And it was just, like, <laughs> podcast in, hiking at, like, 100 miles an hour, just, like, Huffing gummy. It was great. And, and it's it, only ever happened there, and you've never done it since. <laughs> right. Well, what's Unless wild is— your pockets are filled with gummy bears right now. You want to tell us something? Yeah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Um, I knew it. I knew She's it. known for carrying around loose gummy bears. No, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Thanks, though. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> Back in the pot. <laughs> it's been in my oh. What's that, Ferris Bueller? It's nice and warm and soft. It's been in my pocket all day. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey oh. Jones on the bus. Anyway. Uh, and then remember that one day you came up to me? Because we were listening to the Sam Harris, Ricky Gervais podcast, which is, like, very heavy and, like, thinking about life. And then Susie came up to me one day, and she's like, Jen, I had an epiphany. She's like, name the flavors of the different gummy bears. <laughs> and what one did you realize that you had wrong your entire life? So on the the green ones, which I, what what color, what flavor do you think the green ones are? I would assume like lime or something. Yeah. I, I think anyone would, right? Yeah. Stanger, you look like you still have an answer rattling the, around. The first thing that popped in my mind was sour apple, but that seems wrong. Also fair. Yeah. Yeah. That, but it. it it's raspberry. And I discovered this because I was looking at the package and I looked at the, you know, you spend a lot of time staring at this package when you're out there holding it. (laughs) I was like, okay, pineapple is white. Yep. And then there's, yeah, strawberry, red. And I'm looking, matching up the colors, lemon, orange. The only one that could be the raspberry is green. And green is raspberry. And then I isolated a green one and tasted (laughs) it. I was like, that's a fucking raspberry. Wow. Isn't that oh crazy? God. I've never That's heard. Insane. I've I've heard weirdly heard blue count for raspberry in some. Yes. Yeah. But never green. Right. Green's you don't a see complete like complete departure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. New Capri Sun green raspberry. <laughs> it's like it's not ripe yet. Yeah. It's like unripe. Is this like the traditional gummy bears? Like I don't know the brand, but these are like not like Whole Foods gummy bears. These mm-hmm. are like real. These are Haribo. OG, <laughs> yeah, straight wow. from Munich or wherever they're made. Um, yeah, and I don't. Wow. I need to look into it. I don't know if they changed the flavors. If my childhood gummy bears were lime, I need to look. I need to deep dive. Uh, but you um, have to. I mean, you have to. You can't have let this to. Go. How many follow up <laughs> podcasts are you going to be on, Susie? <laughs> See, this is how you do it. You got to plant the seed, and then okay. they'll ask you back. Yeah, I feel like you could do like a really like 
NPR super produced deep dive into like discovering this. And like, it's a lot of like your, you know, thing with like music. My journey started on a hike with, right. my, you know, like that kind of deal, you know. I knew one person who would know the answer Adnan. <laughs> Still in prison. Yeah. 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 We got to have um, the phone ringing as your call goes into him. And like, yeah. Right. Yeah. The audio of feet crunching. Yeah. I'm walking towards the bird sanctuary. Where, uh, yeah. Boy, we're Jen, roasting podcasts. Do you feel podcasts. like you produce this? Is this? Yeah, no, I feel like she's roasting my day to day. Don't worry, I'm going to do my uh, impression of improv comedians in a little bit, and Ooh. we're going to get even. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I can't Ooh. wait! Thank you. Yeah. I love this. I love impressions of improv comedians. <laughs> I'll say this about the the gummy bears or the candy on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> bring it back. Bring it back. Get us focused. Ha- having a little bit of sugar just yeah. constantly yeah. going in. I don't know the science behind it, but I never felt tired or woozy or any of the things that I normally feel with a you know, when you crash or you need to eat or something. It was, I just felt great the whole time. Yeah, you had a sugar pick line. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. It totally makes sense to me. Like, I'd I'd like that too, you know, and then probably helped satiate you a little bit too so you weren't just feeling starved. Yeah, so now I do it all the time. And um, (laughs) just handfuls of It is so funny to just like, discover that candy is delicious and that you feel great from it. But like, that's the thing that like everyone loves. Yeah. You, you, guys, like, you, music, guys, you guys should, you guys should try this. Turns Has out anyone thought of this? pretty good. I don't, maybe I'm crazy, but it's good. I felt great. Like it made me happy. I don't know. It's, um, but you know how I got to figure out what's behind this. <laughs> I, I agree with the joke, but <laughs> But do you know how, like, when you normally, in real life, if you have sugar, you crash afterwards, right? And this yeah. had none of that. Because I guess because you're needing it, your body's using it the whole so time. So you discovered addiction. Like, yeah. A yeah. lot of calories. Like, you were burning the fuel that you were putting in. So, and you were, sounds like you were kind of doing it a little bit throughout the day. And like microdosing sugar, I was microdosing so, gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> so you were, you were, you weren't getting like you weren't like eating a candy bar and then sitting down to watch TV and then going, you know. So, well, it's like that's the unscience way to explain it. I think powerful <laughs> opioids. If you have severe pain, like you don't really get high from it. Just it just addresses the pain specifically. You know. Yeah, that's what I need it for. Is just to even out. Just even out. You don't get yeah. the shakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and um, I wonder how high of, sh- I mean, I know that it has a lot of sugar, but I'm like, of all the things, I don't think gummy bears, like they're tiny. I don't know how high the sugar is. I, I doubt they're like crazy high, especially with right. the amount of physical activity you are doing. It's probably. Yeah, it's- Plus you're getting, you're getting some gelatin. So good for the joints. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Keeps yeah. me young. Yeah. Keeps you young. <laughs> Good for your skin, collagen, all that stuff. Yeah. So it makes sense. Um, so great. So we have um, we have this big, so you're going from 37 miles to 211. So that are 30, 38 and a half to 211. That, you know, that's a big jump there. So what's, so what's the difference between, is it, is it just planning? I mean, you, you bring roughly the same amount of stuff, right? It's just going to be more food. And then I'd imagine that on this bigger trail, there's more places where you can 
stop you you plan on stopping and buying stuff and you kind of have to right yeah yeah there's there's towns and places along that you can it, some of them are a mile or two off the trail so you have to you know figure out those logistics but yeah it, it'll basically be a bunch of this trip just strung end to end with those resupplies in between and then some added rest days you know so you yeah, hike five days. days and then take a a a day of resting. How Sorry, many again. how many days was this one again that you just did? And then how many days would the would uh could it take for that the 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 JMT? This yeah. was like four days and that would be like a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I mean it makes sense. Two hundred miles so, is a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean they said that people can do it in two weeks. We are not people, so I think um <laughs> it would be longer. <laughs> Plus, we like to go slow and enjoy it, too. Yeah. We, yeah. Like, if you're not going for, like, the fastest known time, then I don't know what you're proving. Like, other than and, if you can't get, like, time off, but, like. And I'm with not some of it, myself. it's like, okay, when are we ever going to be at this location camping again? This is the only way you can reach it is by hiking 100 yes. miles from that spot. So we would want to enjoy those campsites more and stay some, you know, stay a night and just hang. Right. Um, yeah. S- see if we can get, a, you know, choose from trail names, get like several options and then try to outrun the people that gave us the shitty one and then stick with the good right, one. Right, yeah. right. Like, did you guys find <laughs> friends? Were there people, because it's only four days, but did you see people that were like similar? Are you like, now we have to kind of chit chat? We chatted thing? with some people. Nothing really stuck. Okay. No, it's it's nice. Like everyone kind of keeps tabs like on people, but we didn't have anyone that we perfectly lined up with. Um, yeah. But like on our second to last day was a bunch of people that we had met. It was their last day and they had just finished and they were like eating pizza together. And like they like gave us quarters for the wash and we we're all like high fiving. Like it was enough that we all like knew what was going on, but we didn't make any like not even like an Instagram friend on the trip, which I was no. kind of surprised by. Kind of duds. Interesting, yeah. Well, there was that, the, oh, we, we, we saw, we came like face to face with a bison. Oh, so yeah, there's, we saw a bison. <gasps> there's, <gasps> whoa. <laughs> I don't know what I expected, but I did not expect a wild animal, but it makes sense. It does make sense, but wow. There's a, bison. a huge population of bison on the island because I guess in the 1920s, they shot a Western there and brought a, a herd over and they've, they just <laughs> left them and they've been, populating the island so now there's like 165 there or something um and th- there's signs everywhere that are you know warning danger don't don't go near it if you see it back away slowly get behind an object so on um, what was it it was our first big day of hiking it was our first big day it was so hard everyone that went around us was just dropping like flies it's like this campground where you're hiking all day and then like two miles out, there's this giant hill and you're like, that must be over. And then secretly right before camp, there's another giant hill oh, and everybody wants to die. And like, you're just watching people just like stop and can't breathe. And we were, we could see the campground. We could hear the laughter. And then Susie goes, oh, I got a bison. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. And she goes, no, the signs. And I was like, no, 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 no. We're so close. And we ended up having to walk but through the But the rules. Field. But the rules. And I was like, I'd rather die then go four feet further than I have to which is what we ended up doing we had to walk slightly out of the way but then into the tall grass where rattlesnakes live and I was like I'd much rather die by bison than rattlesnake Mm, but it was just so close to 
sitting down. <laughs> I like, yeah. Oh, Jen, Snakebite. That could be a cool nickname. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. But I feel like I would get that by getting bit by a snake. They'd be like, oh, she got bit on her first day on the trail. We call her Snakebite. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you just got it because you like went around like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I <laughs> like, should do that. I, scarier, definitely. Yeah. But I should definitely start having like a, a cool tick. Um, yeah, that I can guide <laughs> yeah. the nickname towards. Yeah, gosh, that's yeah. <laughs> like really leading the witness here. All right. <laughs> oh, that's sorry, I just brought my lightsaber. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, so we saw bison. That's and, cool. And when we were trying to back away from it, there was like nothing to hide behind. There was like a shrub, and I'm backing towards that. And then this guy called to us from the campground and was like, you can walk through the meadow that way and cut through our campsite. I thought we might be friends with them. We weren't. They yeah. were duds. No. <laughs> cut through our Unfunny campsite. Unfunny hikers again. Yeah. <laughs> Once again. No, the, the, nobody was duds. We were all tired, too. It's yeah. weird. It's like you get there and you just you make dinner and you're you're so done. You're just zonked. Um, you're zonked. Um, that's interesting about the bison. I know on on Maui they have a bunch of access deer there. Um, access access deer and like so, same thing. Like, like they access brought, Hollywood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they brought them there for some reason. I don't know why. And there's no predator to for them there, and so they've just like completely like overrun the island. And now. There's a, um, there's, a, like these, this company over there where you can order the deer meat, they, they hunt them and then will sell the deer meat, but they they have to, because there's so many of them. There's not, it's like, it's destroying the natural kind of ecosystem there. And so they suppo- yeah. they supposedly wow. have this humane way they hunt them and you can get the, the venison from them. For the Gummy bison, bears. they go around and they use blow darts and they blow dart birth control into them to control the population, which is like wow. my favorite fun fact oh <laughs> and a job that I really want to find out more about. <laughs> Just sure, like, what your, is that? Get on monster.com. I'm sure it's on there. Got to update my resume on my uh, experience for it. Man, we could be using that technology for so many things. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> so- <laughs> yeah. Wow, I have a lot to think about. That's cool. Also, my- <laughs> the reveal of how much a blow dart can do. It's like yeah. what yeah. Uh, that that it can be that specific and I don't know. That somebody yeah. could be that against wearing a condom. Always falls on the women. Always falls on the women. (laughs) God, even with freaking bison. Jesus. I know. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Well, gosh, this is great. We can't thank you guys Mm -hmm. enough for joining us. Is there anything at this moment that either of you would like to plug? Um, We got, do we get Snorkel's book? Oh, I pulled it up here. It's uh, it's called Long Trails, Mastering the Art of Thru-Hiking by Liz Thomas. Liz Thomas. Okay. Yeah. And she has an Instagram account, too, and she does um, she does classes and things like that. Highly recommended. It was very helpful. It sounds so, like— yeah, I'll plug that. Plug that. And then what else, Susie? Something for you, for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a fun little short film online called Gum, and it can be found at whatisgum.com. Great. Super short. It's like a five minute short. It's a little improvised. It's basically an improvised sketch. That's very funny. Great. Jen? Um, 
I there's a there's a doc out that I worked on called Changing the Game on Hulu, and it's about um, high school athletes that are trans and trying to compete. And with all the news going on, it's a very good thing to still hit up. It came out last year, but still relevant. But to be clear, I improvised a five-minute short film. So check that out. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to do your improv joke now? <laughs> oh, no. Is that our time? Oh, no. I'm going to save our marriage and head out. <laughs> this is great. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, thanks I for having us. Every- Every time I close a bag that I left open in our house, like of dog treats or anything, I say mm-hmm. out loud, this is to save our marriage because Jason, <laughs> Jason said that I never shut a bag I open. And mm-hmm. so I, so that really resonated with me. You gotta get credit. Yeah. You gotta get credit. Right. Credit's How big in our know? household. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, yeah. we call it wife points. Like, yeah. like I don't you mean to call it them. out, but can I have wife points for doing the extra dishes? I didn't eat that meal. <laughs> it's important. Um, I have to say this was great because we, uh, post-trail, we were super depressed. I think partially because of the endorphin crash. Uh, it going from, you know, uh, the surge to nothing. Um, and then also, like, we just really missed it. And Jen was saying yesterday, she's like, I'm so excited to talk about the hike again. This is, like, all I ever want to do. <laughs> so this has been great. Oh, well, gosh, you guys always have a post-hike place to kind of decompress then and get it out on the air for everybody to hear. Because, I, I mean, I loved hearing about it. I want to do something like this. It's just um, I'm just scared of the commitment. <laughs> That's you could do five days. Mm-hmm. No? Too mm-hmm. much? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm open to it. Listen, I'm open to it. No, you know, let's not get crazy, but I'm definitely open to it. You guys sold me, you know, you definitely sold it and made it sound appealing. Um, if you want to come for an overnight sometime, let's get something oh, on the books. Bear Canyon. And- yeah, we'll have you. We'll have most I mean, of the Bear, stuff. Bear Canyon sounds like the worst one you guys have done. So no, yeah, no. Come on down to Rattlesnake Trap Canyon. I think you guys would really like it, and it would win you over if you're on the fence. Death Trap Hill is like yeah. right here. Do you guys want to go to Poison Ivy Swamp Genocide? It's just right up the road. We'll bring the gear. All you have to do is hike in. <laughs> Yeah, I love, I love, I love where this is going. You guys, will, you guys will gear haul for us. Okay, we'll gear haul. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm learning Great. the parlance. Um, <laughs> uh, you can uh, email us at askthedumbbells at gmail dot com. Uh, you got a. Any hiking stories or anything you'd like to tell us? Um, any corrections you'd like to make? Something I messed up? Um, we'd love to hear it. Ask the dumbbells at gmail dot com. Social media. Where can they find us, Aaron? At the dumbbells across all the social medias, but I don't have access to our Facebook, so I'll never see it. Oh, we don't. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I kind of like it. It makes us seem mysterious. Like, will she ever respond? We don't know. Okay. No. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love I, you I guys. probably have Send us all the stuff you want. I probably have something written down for that somewhere. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you on there, Aaron. Uh, so, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan, we are the dumbbells, and our wonderful guests today, Susie Barrett and Jen. Roman, the real hike wives of Pasadena. Uh, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. That was a headgum podcast.